Hey everybody, I'm Sarah. And I'm Vicky. And we're the Drama Mamas. Yeah, we are. This week we're doing, uh, covering. We're doing. We're doing. We're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> this week we How are. How does that make you feel? <laughs> uh, this week we are covering Halt and Catch Fire, season one, episode four, Close to the Metal. This was written by, well, I don't do writers for TV because it's usually writer's room. But it was directed by Johan Renk, and this was the only episode that he has done. Mm. Uh, looks like he did a couple of uh, Bowie music videos. Nice. Uh, he's done some episodes of Bloodlines, Bates Motel, Vikings, which is a show that I would not mind covering with you. Cool. Breaking Bad, Walking Dead. Mm. So he's a TV director. Yeah, pretty big one, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, he's done a lot of cool stuff. I feel like at some point I'm going to sneeze. Okay. Like it's like I can feel it tickling the top of my sinuses. Mm. But sucks. I don't know when it's coming. So this episode, how did it make you feel? Uh, this episode, hold on. <laughs> Let me briefly read over my notes because it made me feel many things and I don't. I don't know that any of them were good. Right, okay. Uh, but let's see. The creepo neighbor, yeah, he was mm-hmm. yelling in the front yard. And yeah. He was like, good morning. How are you doing? Good and I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I feel like that would be me <laughs> if I lived next to my boss who had just fired me. I would be like, hey, hey, Gordon. What are you doing, Gordon? How's your computer coming? <laughs> uh. Uh, but other than that, most of it, I was like angry. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of it, my phone keeps freezing up. I feel like this is an episode of this show <sighs> that you, like, I remember vividly this 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 gordon gordon being a fucking fuck not even gordon gordon is not what upsets me in this episode uh it's part of it let's get into it okay so let's do it let's do it (laughs) um we start with boz and joe arguing money yes because it seems like joe's spending a lot yes and boz is just like why and joe's explaining that it's an investment yeah, he's which like, sounds very he's reasonable. Like, you you would know if you were more knowledgeable. Yeah, he said it's difficult to believe in something when your knowledge is so limited. Yeah, that's a fucking like cold. Yeah, like you don't know what other people know. Well, I feel like that's like a rebuttal from the whatever episode it was before this one where Boz was like. Man, you don't know relationships. You're just a salesman. Uh, I didn't think about that. But that makes a lot of sense. Because that's something that Joe's going to hold on to. Yeah. Yeah. um, That was rough. Cardiff calls Boz. Cardiff being the guy that owns the company. Yes. And um, it's interesting that I can never remember his name. I'm just like, oh, the owner guy. Yeah. I don't know what his first name is, but it's Cardiff Electric. So I just call him Cardiff. Okay. Um, they hit the Doherty threshold, which yeah. everyone's really excited about. I looked it up, and uh, 
What? Oh, I was sniffling. Oh, uh, basically. in the air. Walter J. Doherty in 1982 uh, published with a partner, Arvin Thadani, in the IBM Systems Journal, a research paper that set the requirement for computer response time to be 400 milliseconds, not 2,000, which is two seconds. Uh, That had been the previous standard. so long. Yeah, and Joe actually covers this. Like, he explains it, where he's just like, this is the perfect amount of time to keep interest, and people will stay on a computer. Yeah, I was like, when he was explaining it, I was like, oh, can I explain why, can I use my work computer being too slow as a reason that I keep getting distracted? (laughs) Yes. Like, my program is too slow. It needs to hit the Doherty threshold. Start throwing that around. <laughs> um, you know, just give me one of those IT guy raises. Right. My bank account would really appreciate it. If you could do that, that'd be great. <laughs> just a callback to some office space. Ooh, I um, make fucking callbacks to office space all the time. I'm like, to the it's a very printer specifically. Movie. Uh, Cameron is working. She's making real progress. Oh my god, she looks exhausted. Yes, she does. And uh, Joe wants a timeline. And they're very playful in the first scene that they have together. Yes. Like, they are clearly in a good place. Yes. Uh, Joe has a team meeting and he announces the milestone about the Doherty threshold. He explains about what it means for productivity. Yes. And then he burns the BIOS book. Yeah. And they like, okay, I don't, I'm not one of those people that likes to like really break down, uh, cinematography and stuff like that where they're like, oh, well the cinematographer is trying to communicate, you know, the desolation of this character by the way the light's coming through the trees like i'm not generally that person right but they do linger after he lights it on fire uh-huh they he's really close to it and the fire is like you can see it in his eyes you can see the fire in his eyes like right. and the way that it's like playing on his face the light mm-hmm. and he catches boz's eye and they kind of stare at each other for a second and like he looks Wild isn't the right term, but and savage isn't really the right term either. But he he doesn't look completely civilized. Yeah, in just in that moment, it's just, I don't know if it's the actor or the the firelight or what. Yeah. But there's something about the way he's looking at Boz that just that makes me want to rewatch that scene because I didn't catch that. It's a very like. Unhinged isn't the right word either. It's like he has controlled chaos. Mm-hmm. Joe is controlled chaos. Mm-hmm. And like it just, it, and they just hold that for just a moment. And it, it it's interesting. But yeah, he announces that he has a reporter coming because everyone's just chomping at the bit yeah. to, to get a load of what they're doing. Yeah. Which. That's a weird way to put it. <laughs> isn't exactly true. <laughs> no, it is not. Um, okay. Something happens because my next note is just Gordon is trash. Gordon is trash, and I can I can put some perspective on that because we the next scene is Gordon and Donna, mm-hmm. and Donna is making lunches, yes. and Gordon is having to be a fucking parent, and he can't deal. 
Like, his daughter wants the pink socks. Yes. And she just won't let up about it. And he does. he's just like... <laughs> Like, he's so fucking whiny about it. And Donna's like, your pink socks are dirty. Wear the red ones. They're pink enough. Right. And she's like, okay. Yeah. And he's like, well, why, why, is, she, why is she okay when you say it? Uh... And then she's like, okay, you're picking up the kids, right? And then he's huffy about that. Right. So, like, I got shit to do. And she's like, yeah, I also have shit to do. Right. Yeah. And, like, my shit's been lacking because of your shit. Yes. And I'm about to get canned, so I'm going to need you to pick up some slack. Yes. Uh, and he's just super Gordon about it. Yeah. He's the fucking worst. Yeah. And then he goes to work. Yes. And that's where we see the neighbor. Yes. Who just stares at him at first. Yeah, and and then you know, he Gordon starts... is obviously a non-confrontational kind of person. Right. So he just, like... Briefly makes eye contact and, and then, scurries off to his car. Yes. And then the guy's just like, hey, Gordon. <laughs> yeah, he's a little upset. Uh, mm. We see Joe and Cameron again. Joe doesn't say anything. Cameron's working. And Cameron is a, a person who, when she's working, nothing she's else exists. Working. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's not about anything else. Right. So she doesn't notice him watching her. Right. And her work area is a fucking mess. Like, it yes. is disgusting. Yes. It is. And he doesn't say anything. He just moves on. And he talks to his secretary. Yeah. Debbie. Yeah. And asks for her help. He just asks her to get Cameron out of the office. Yeah. So that he can have someone clean. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like that was his place like to put her in that place in that situation uh i think that the okay i like the way that joe and cameron interact with one another because the thing that makes them exceptional Mm -hmm. doesn't romanticize like Joe's a really good salesman, and he's really good at talking to people. Right. And Cameron just, like, sees through that. Yeah. And Cameron is brilliant, and people are intimidated by that, and Joe challenges that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that in that way, they're very interesting when they interact with one another. And because of that, she feels threatened and... Uh, oh, I can't think of any words tonight. Threatened and uh, challenged by anything that he says. So if he had said, Cameron, like, why don't you go get cleaned up? Yeah. She would immediately just be on the defensive. Yeah. Because it's him. Right. So I think it was just smarter play to have someone else do it. It didn't necessarily have to be Debbie. Right. But it does make sense to not be him. Yeah. Well, when you put it like that and... When do you keep in mind that it's supposed to be the 80s? Mm-hmm. And so things that would not be okay now. <laughs> well, he makes a joke about a, whether it's appropriate. He's like, I can't tell her that. I can't tell right. her to put a bra on. Right. But you can. Right. And as it turns out, she shouldn't either, to be honest. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not appropriate. Boz and Cardiff talk. And yes. Cardiff is wondering why Lulu is not returning his calls. Yes. Which is interesting. 
because we know why. Yeah. <laughs> Lulu <laughs> got her feelings hurt. Um, and he's just like, you know, Boz tries to play it off. Just like, oh, you yeah. know, he called her every name in the book, which he didn't. Yeah. Joe did not. Nope. But uh, Cardiff sees through that immediately. He's yeah. like, no, if we were making her money. Right. It doesn't matter what you called her. She doesn't care. Yeah. This is personal. Whatever happens. Yes. Uh, he suspects that Joe is running the show. Yes. And Boz assures him this is not the case. Right. And Cardiff tells him he needs to be sure. Yes. And while they're talking, he has a horse in the field that's being seen by presumably a vet. Mm-hmm. And it's just very much in the background. It's not something that they highlight. Oh, is that what that gunshot is? Yeah. And at the very end, as Boz is walking away, they shake their head like they can't fix it. And uh-huh. he, sh- he nods to them. And they killed the horse. I missed that. But as they were walking away, I noted, I was like, that gunshot seems random. But now that you've brought that to my attention, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's symbolic, I think. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Twilight Sparkle died. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Joe talks to the reporter, who's yep. a straight up dickwad. Yeah. He'll uh, give you 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's it. As a favor. As a favor. And he basically tells Joe that he clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. Yep. This story is too boring. Yep. And Joe's like, no, there's a real underdog angle. Yes. And the guy's just not buying it. No. Cameron comes back. Her hair is still wet. And yes. she's at the computer. Yeah. She's dedicated. Yes. And something's not right. Yeah. Something has happened. Yes. Uh, there was a power surge because of the vacuum cleaner. Yes. And so everything that she had on the computer is gone. Yep. And all of her backups have been demagnetized. Yep. So she is losing her fucking mind. Yes. Everything that she's done is gone. Yep. Gordon forgot to pick up his kids. Of course. And Don is there yep. with the kids. Yep. Because she got called. Yes, I'm sure. of course. And he just want, he's going to stick her with the kids again. Yes. And he's like, oh, the, the, the things are going down. I, I need you. She's, well, first he's like, you only work for yes. Texas Instruments or whatever. Yeah. You're only working on calculators. Maybe my work is more important than yours. Excuse you? Yeah. Hold up. Take a second. Step back. <laughs> And reevaluate. Right. Because you're about to lose every tooth in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. If I'm putting in the same amount of work as you, mm-hmm. fuck you. Well, the thing fuck is. Fuck you. Like, Donna has job security because T.I.'s not going anywhere. No, are you kidding me? He has high risk, high reward. 2018. Yeah. It should still on your it's fucking required. high school <laughs> yeah. school list. Uh, yeah. Donna points out how what she does makes his life possible, which I yes. really appreciated. Yes. Where she's just like, do you even know the pedi- their pediatrician's name? Do you know right. which one of your kids is allergic to apricots? Right. No, you fucking don't because I have to know that shit. Right. Um, he asks her for help. And this is one of my favorite episodes, if only for the fact that you see Donna in action. Yes. 
And you see that she is an asset. She has yes. a brain. She's impressive. She is impressive. Yes. Uh, Joe tries to send the reporter away, which after you've seen the whole episode and you're watching it for the second time, like, irritates me. Like, I get it. He's selling yeah. it. Yeah. And he does a really good job. He does. But it's infuriating. He says this is a story he can get behind the reporter. He's yeah, like, no, he's like, now no. it's a story. This is Joseph. Got my dick all hard. Yeah. Uh, Donna and Cameron have a very tense conversation. Well, Donna gets hit one right after the other because she comes in with Gordon and Joe's just like, what the fuck, man? You can't bring your wife here. Yeah. And he's like, she specialized in this in college. Like, right. she has a degree in this She shit. knows how to do it. She's who we need right yeah, now. Yeah, she wrote, a, like, a thesis on this shit. Right. And Joe's like, whatever. He doesn't... He's, he's like, like, she, she can't. She can't yeah. And Donna and Cameron talk. Donna, Cameron also can't believe that Donna is capable. She calls her someone's mother. Yeah. Like, that's all she is. Right. And Donna's like, damn straight, I'm someone's mother. Yeah, I gave birth and I have a degree in this shit. Fuck you. Um, they're, they're both pretty bitchy. I personally, like, I love Cameron. She's one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have a soft spot for Donna. And I don't know if it's just because I'm a mom. Right. <laughs> and I know how much identity you can lose being a mom. Oh, yeah. Especially, Especially if you're the, the primary caregiver. Oh, yeah. When Zach was swing shifts, mm-hmm. that shit was hard. Yes. And then to be just sidelined constantly. Especially yeah. when you're bringing shit to the table. Yeah. Like, I feel for her. Right. Um, But Cameron is really condescending to her. She says, Donna says something about her only getting the job by fucking the boss and Cameron's like yeah and I'm still fucking the boss yeah and you're like oh okay well that confirms that yep all right have that question answered thank you yeah Cameron's really condescending and Donna is really judgy she just don't think very much of yourself do you yeah like how I get off is not your business right like and like who are you to pass judgment on my capability right but by the same token, she's doing exactly, exactly the, same, the thing. same thing. Yeah, which uh, we as women tend to do. Yeah, well, it's easy to see the faults in others. Yeah, that's not a woman thing. That's a person thing. Yeah, um, it's less easy to see it yourself. But Donna is tired of being underestimated, and she talks tech with the big boys. Yep. Cameron has a panic attack. Yep. And Joe tries to bring her food. She tells him to go away. Yes. And I think that's just, uh, like, there are some people when they are wounded or when they are sick that want to be comforted. Yes. And then there are some people that want to be left alone. Yes. Luke is a person that wants to be comforted. Which is interesting. When he has a cold, he wants me to be with him. He wants to watch movies together. He wants me to fix him dinner. And he wants me to sit on the couch under the blanket with him. Mm -hmm. I like to be left alone right and so in his own sweet way when i'm sick he's all up in my business because that's what he likes when he's sick so he's trying to do something sweet right but i just want him to go the fuck away right (laughs) you're like if i need something i'll text you yeah like i like to be in a cold dark room yeah 
maybe not even with the TV on, depending on what kind of sick I am. Right. No, if it's like headache sick, there's no fucking yeah. TV on. Mm-mm. Just leave me alone. If I'm just sick, no, yeah, give me the fucking, give me all the TV. All the TV. All of it. Uh, the kids are getting in the way. Yeah. Uh, Joni and what's the other one's name? Debbie. Is that right? I know Joni's one of them. They're I actual characters in later seasons. I think so. I um, don't know. They're hungry. Yeah. And all that she has is like nuts. Yeah. And candy and shit. Yeah. Uh, Cameron offers to babysit. Gordon immediately shoots her down. Yeah. But he's not willing to fucking take care of his own kids. Right. And Dom is actually fixing shit. Right. So beggars can't be choosers. Right. You take care of your kids. Right. Or let her. Right. Oh, he's just the worst. Uh, um, the kids reveal, as children do, that the parents refer to her as trash. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. It's a joke. They because laughed. they were laughing. Yeah. Uh, so she's done playing with them. Yeah, Donna's able to retrieve the info by spinning the drive by hand. Yeah. Which was kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know if that's a real thing that people can do, but I've never seen it before and it looked really awesome. Right. Gordon and Donna have a sweet moment where they're reminiscing about how hot their sex used to be. Right. And it's clearly not anymore. Yeah. Probably because Gordon is the worst. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then. Hey, here's a clue. People with wives. If your wives aren't having hot sex with you. Mm-hmm. Try helping your wife. With something. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you talking the about dishes? dishes? Oh, okay. Okay. Laundry. Right. The children. Right. Something. If your bedroom game is not <laughs> up to snuff, you're saying you should like, supplement that with. Yeah. Like yeah. if she doesn't want to fuck you, oh. it's probably because she doesn't like you right now. <laughs> I thought you were I'm giving just different saying. sex advice. What's that? What's that? Just in general, I thought you were giving <laughs> sex advice. Clean, and I was, clean the house and you'll get better to game. It's kind of. <laughs> I, like, if your lady, if your lady's not having hot sex, here's what you should do. And I was just like, oh, okay. Are we talking about, like, are we going to talk about vibrators? Are we talking vibrators? No, I don't know enough about that. God. Broaden your horizons. Okay, so Cameron. I don't know where to start. <laughs> Cameron gets along with the girls really well until then. Yeah. And then she sends them away. Yeah. She doesn't do it like super meanly. No. All I think she has enough perspective to understand like their kids. They don't get. Yeah. They that. don't understand how hurtful that was. Yeah. And she goes through Donna's purse and takes her keys. Yes. And goes to their house. She checks her wallet to look at her license to get mm-hmm. their address. Yes. Because at first I was like, what is she doing? And then I was like, oh. Yeah, I thought she was going to steal credit cards. Yeah, but I no. did too. So she goes to their house. First she picks up a ball bat and then spray paint. Oh, no. She grabbed the shovel. Oh, that's right. And I was like, oh, is that the same shovel that Donna used to kill the bird? Ha! <laughs> It probably is. I didn't even think about that. Uh, and then I was like, oh, no. That'd be paint. funny if she noticed blood on it. Yeah, it like, would what be. What the fuck are they doing? Oh, fucking weirdos. 
the reporter talks to Boz. Yeah, he and tells Boz him, is really feisty about he it. He tells him to get out of his office before he punches him in the face. That is the the quote that I put in my notes. I was like, yeah, that's my dude. <laughs> I did put pinch instead of punch. <laughs> pinch instead of punch. Before I pinch you in the face. Before I pinch you in the face. <laughs> Uh, Cameron is about to deface the painting above their couch. Yes. And the neighbor busts in with a gun. Yep. He was expecting a burglar. And it's interesting. Was he? Yeah, I think so. Because I thought he was busting in. I thought he said something about thinking it was Gordon. No, I... I thought that he saw someone come into their house and thought it was a burglar. Oh. Which is a very neighborly thing to do considering how pissed he was. Yeah. But uh, when he sees that it's just Cameron and she's just going to fuck with their shit, he's like, hell Hell yeah. yeah. I'd do that too. I can't believe they fired you too. Yeah. And it's the girl that plays Cameron, Mackenzie something. Uh, Uh, She, first of all, she is very pretty. She is very pretty. But she's, like, not a normal kind of pretty. She's got, like, these giant Mackenzie blue eyes. Mackenzie Davis. Mackenzie Davis. Like, she's got these giant eyes and, like, these soft features, but, like, kind of an androgynous look, which yeah. might just be because of the 80s, but she's Could very be. long and thin. Yeah. Um, but she Very this, angular. Yes. She has the... But feminine. Yeah. In this scene, she's watching him, and she does this really good job of, like, dawning. Like, she's understanding what her bitterness looks like from the outside. Yeah. Seeing it in him. Yes. And, like, she just does a a really good job in just a look where she's just staring at him. like, Like, she's just understanding, like, what this road looks like. Right. And she doesn't do it. No. Which I just think that's such an, so a small scene. Right. Small character moment, but she just decides not to do it. Yes. Um, Donna saves the day. Yep. They give her a fake name. Yep. And sweep her away. Yep. Gordon takes the reporter away like she's not important. She was just, you know. Yeah, this is just her specialty. It's no big deal. You know. It's actually not that hard what she's done. Let me tell you about what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, um, excuse you. This is one of the reasons I think that I hate Gordon so much. This episode. Where yeah, she fucking dude. saves everybody's ass. Everybody. Yeah. And she gets no credit. She gets no thanks. No. Really. Like, I mean, they kind of thank her, but for the... The scale that she saved their ass, yeah. she does not get proper things. No. Um, she while she's watching Gordon like take all the credit for everything, she notices the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And she takes a good hard look at the discs yep. and notices that they have been reused. Yeah. And Cameron's workspace is concrete. Yeah. So she she talks to Joe and tells him that she knows that he fabricated this whole thing. Right. Cameron was using clean discs. Yep. And uh, Joe demagnetized other discs and labeled them like hers to create the story. Yep. He planned to look like the hero. 
Um, I don't think it was about him looking like the hero. It was about interest, but him being a hero was a, a side benefit. Sure. Um, like, I don't think that Joe would deliberately throw off everybody just to look good. Right. No, it but was definitely like, good. it was definitely like the publicity was the cake. Yes. Looking like a hero was Cherry getting to, yes. Yeah. Or getting to eat it. Right. As well. <laughs> yeah. um, he says, I'd hate to see their trust in me undermined by something so minor, so beneficial yes. as this. Yes. He could have been in PR. He knows how to spin shit. Yes. He asks her not to tell. Uh-huh. Um, Gordon snaps at Cameron. <laughs> asks her to tell not even Gordon. Yeah. 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 He doesn't want her to tell anybody. Yeah. Uh, as they're leaving, Gordon's just like, oh, thanks for watching the kids. You mean yeah. your fucking kids? Right. Uh, that those are your responsibility. Yeah. Ugh, he's the worst. Uh, he's always wanting a woman to take care of his kids. Donna gives Cameron what I consider a really nice compliment. Yes. I don't remember what it was. She tells her that um, her code is like a work of oh, art. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that she's never been able to code like that. Yeah. And then Cameron, They have a nice moment together. It was. And Cameron manages to return the keys without arousing suspicion. Yes. Uh, Joe gets pulled over. Yeah. And he's annoyed, but polite. Yeah. And at first I was like, they're a little aggressive. And then immediately following that, I was like, oh, they're a lot aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you take this as Boz showing him who's boss? Or did you take this as Lulu exerting? I didn't take. I wasn't sure how to take this. I hadn't considered it from either of those angles. Oh, I was really? just like, what the fuck just did small he town do? Southern cops yeah, I was counter. like, I was like, that's weird. He's not black. So this doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> this guy. Not that that's okay, but right, that's, right, right. you know, that's, this, that's reality. So you didn't think it had to do with Boz or Lulu? It hadn't occurred to me. Um, but now that you mention it, I think that it could potentially be possible Mm -hmm. well boss strolls in and glad hands all of the cops they all know him by name they're all very chummy and but he looks like he takes pity on joe because i mean they they knocked the crap out of him and he's too pretty to be looking like that like i don't care how devious he is he was rough he was roughed up um rough yeah, I wasn't sure from where that was coming from, but I figured it was one of those two. I was, I thought maybe you would have. Joe doesn't complain. He doesn't say anything. Nope. He he doesn't bitch or moan. He stands up and walks out. Yes. He doesn't say thank you. No. He doesn't say anything. That's why I think it's probably Boz, and I think Joe knows it. Yeah. Um, I like people that. I like characters that don't have to communicate everything. Mm-hmm. Like they can take social cues. They can take cues in general. Mm-hmm. And also I like people that plot. I, I don't know why. I'm not a plotter myself. I, I never would have suspected that about you. <laughs> well, I just like, 
I like smart characters, and smart characters typically do. They play chess when everyone else is playing checkers. You like the drama. <laughs> um, Donna tells Gordon about Joe's yes. sabotage. And Gordon just asks if his plan worked. Yes. Is the reporter going to write the story? So. That's not what it's about, dude. Exactly. That's not what it's about. No. He wasted Donna's entire day. Mm-hmm. She needed to be at work. He put Cameron in a fucking catatonic state. Yes. Like, stressed everyone out. Yes. Unnecessarily. No reason. You can't trust someone like that. No. And that was her point. Yes. However, Gordon immediately sees it from Joe's point of view. Right. Did the ends justify the means? Right. But there's a lot more to it than that. Like, there's a right. lot more to it. Um, and she, the way she looks at him, I'm just like, girl, I know. <laughs> Hunt calls Donna in to address her lateness. Yes. And uh, her errors on a report. Yes. And he puts her on probation. Yeah. I was like, that's not the way to handle that situation. Like, maybe in the 80s it was. But now, in like a corporate atmosphere like that, you're taught that if a a good employee suddenly disengages, Mm -hmm. you should be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, is everything okay? Because normally that's a sign that something's up. Right. Um... The first time I watched this, and actually, this is the first time that I think I've noticed it, because, like, there's obviously some sexual tension yes. with her and her boss. Yes. And, like, she is, you know, letting things fall through because of all the drama with Gordon and shit. Yes. I never really thought about it until we're watching it now, but, like, he does not treat her well. No. Like, she talks about him as if he does. Like, when she right. talks to Gordon, she's just like, he's cutting me a lot of slack. Yeah. He's not no. cutting her a lot of slack. No. And he's he's also pretty condescending when he talks yeah, to her. Yeah, he's a dick. And it never really occurred to me just because of the way she frames him to other people. Right. But, like, she's not getting anything. Like, I don't know. It bothered me this time. Yeah. I don't like the way he talks to her. No. Um... That's not how an office romance should start. No. Oh, is this going to be an office romance? No, I'm just romance? saying they have a lot of sexual tension. Aww. So that was my assumption to begin with. Oh. But Joe and Gordon see each other in the morning. Joe tells Gordon that he fell because apparently he's a fucking battered wife. Like, yeah. That's a classic abuse yep. excuse. I fell. I uh, fell down the stairs. Right. I ran into a doorway. <laughs> I I ran into the doorknob. Yeah. Shit like that. Um, I uh, fell face first into my husband's fist. Gordon. <laughs> Jesus. Gordon lets uh. him lie about it. Yes. Cameron finishes and carefully backs up her work. Yeah, she's extra cautious and joe she eats what joe brought her finally yeah oh i just said that that sandwich looked good (laughs) and then i considered it was i watched this thursday night 
and I was like, maybe I'll have Subway tomorrow, but I didn't. I'm not a fan. I don't like to eat fresh. I like Subway. I don't like Jared's footlong, but I like Subway. Uh, so what were your feel? I what were your feelings about? You said Gordon pissed you off the most. Oh my god, yeah. Like, don't be such a dick to your wife. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're gonna be a dick to other people, fine, whatever. You're a dick. Yeah. But she is the mother of your children. Mm-hmm. She handles all of your bullshit. Mm-hmm. She puts up with you. Mm-hmm. And she still, like, loves you? For whatever reason. What? Yeah, like, it doesn't make any sense. Treat her better. Yeah. Treat she, her better. She deserves better than you. So be better. You do not deserve her. Mm-mm. How dare you? Like, God, at least give her the dignity of her own fucking name mm-hmm. for her work. What's insane to me is that they never offer her a position. Right. Like, why can't she work there? It would make a lot more sense yes. for her to just work there. Right. I, I'm not sure that Gordon wants to work with her because, like, right now, Gordon's kind of the genius, you know? Right. Like, Cameron's the genius, but... Right. But as far as, like, everyone else is concerned, because people don't... I don't think people give Cameron credit for that. No. Cause she's so young. And, and she's, she's so weird. unconventional. Yeah. That they just, like... No. Yeah, like, she's uh. writing code. It's no big deal. But Gordon's kind of hailed as the brain. Yeah. I'm not sure that he would want to work with her. No. Because because Donna has now twice. Saved his ass. Saved his ass. And gotten no credit for it. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Such is a woman's world. I like Donna a lot. So it really annoys me. Yeah. But, uh... I'm I'm starting to understand some of your uh, aggression. Yeah, yeah. Your anger. <laughs> yeah, I um, I'm not a fan of Gordon. No, he's such a fucking dick bag. You know what's crazy though is that Joe is bad. Joe is yeah. he is devious and evil and and cold like. He's so fucking cold to put everybody through that. And yet, I'm still a fan. I am. See, I'm not entirely a fan right now. Yeah. Uh, Like, he's still better than Gordon. Mm -hmm. Because Donna is not his wife. So I don't expect him to treat her any kind of way. Right. Whereas, I don't know, I expect my husband to respect me and i expect other people's husbands to respect them mm-hmm. which i don't think is asking for a lot and so when i see people getting disrespected in their relationships especially their married relationships right. i'm like girl if your partner can't respect you do better yeah um or, or dude, women can be fucking dickbags oh, yeah. to you. Um, I think that, and this is just my opinion, but I think that Joe sees people as threats. Yeah. Or useful. Right. 
you can either help me or you can hurt me. Yes. There's no in between. Right. There's no neutral ground. No. And for whatever reason, and it might just simply be because he's afraid that she's going to hold, like, want Gordon not to work with him, not to. Yeah. But he sees Donna as a threat. Yes. Definitely. Like, he treats her as such. Well, I mean, she asserted very early on that she was not going to be pushed around by him. She said, you need to leave my house. Mm-hmm. My husband and I need to have a conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After they reverse engineered yes. that. Yeah. And yeah, that's so probably what it is. Very early on, she asserted herself and he doesn't like that. Yeah. And um, I think that. I mean, even though Cameron is another person that just sees through his bullshit. Yes. Donna also, I think, sees through his bullshit. I I do think that Donna sees through his bullshit. And she's also not blinded by his dick. Yeah. You know? Like, that helps. Blinded by the light. Blinded by the dicks. (laughs) Caught up in the dicks when the dicks were caught up in you. It's okay. Not, it's not the right tune. No, no, but I it had a cadence to it. Like yeah, it, it was, there was a rhythm there. Next hit. So next week we're taking on episode five. I don't know the name of it. Don't have it in front of me. Sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Oh yeah. So there's still the test phase. The, everything's going great, but the reporter's yeah. like, yeah, everybody does great at this stage. Now you gotta yeah. make it work. Yeah. For real. Yeah, you have to build it. Yeah. Like, it works optimally because it's in optimum conditions. Now right. you have to build it. Yeah. Where and make it all fit together. You won't have mm-hmm. optimum Like, you literally conditions. have it submerged so it won't overheat. Right. Now you have to put it in a machine and still make sure it doesn't overheat. Right. Good luck with that. Right. All right. So that's... That's everything? Yep. All right. So then, as always, say, remember to save the drama. For these mamas. Next week on The Drama Mamas. I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. I behave terribly in social. I just said, uh huh. I meant, uh huh. I'm listening, not, uh huh. I agree. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's my best friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>